Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonanno, and you are listening to the Do Something Nice podcast. Do, 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 do something, 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 do something, do something, do something, do something nice, 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 do something nice, do something nice, do something nice. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of Do Something Nice. How was your day? You know, I'm always excited to do another episode, and I just wanted to take a second to say how much I appreciate you. You are part of my motivation to be here, and I just wanted you to know that. Each week, I want to create another episode, and I want you to hear it. And I acknowledge that you don't have to be here listening. You don't have to be subscribed. You don't have to download this episode. You don't have to check out the website. But you are doing just that right now. You're listening to me. So, thank you. I say this not only because it's really how I do feel about you and everyone else who listens to this show, but also because I wanted to show you something. I wanted to show you how easy it is to take the time to sincerely take a moment out of your busy schedule to tell someone else that you care about them. It's not going to take a long time to be thankful, but being kind even for a few moments can have a lasting effect on others. And taking the time to tell someone how much you care is the side of human kindness we don't take advantage of enough. What's even more interesting is when human kindness evolves into a bond of friendship. You don't even expect to happen, you know? And today's story shares with you that whether you grew up as a noble person or a common thief, there is still opportunities for you to learn how to be humble. Learn how kindness can change the way you think. How friendship can change the way you think. And anyone can learn how to be kind and how to receive and acknowledge kindness. But before I get into the story, I wanted to point out that you may or may not notice that this story is also a film production. Well, at least a type of story derived from this is. And while the plot is somewhat close, the facts are different. And because this show is about real people doing real things, I'll be talking about the real situation. Abdel Salom, who said himself that he was the devil of the family, was a hot-tempered, outspoken young man who solved disputes with his fists. At an early age of four, this Algerian was sent to live with his relatives in Paris. And by age 10, Abdel was already known for stealing and extortion from his schoolmates. It didn't take too long before he started having run-ins with the police. And after dropping out of school, Abdel spent the majority of his time stealing from tourists who roamed the streets of Paris. But unlike Abdel, who was one of nine children of an Algerian family, Philippe Pozo de Bourgeau was the second son of a noble French family, which dates back to the 14th century. Born with a silver spoon and growing up in manors and castles, Philippe was generally not of the habit of asking for help. 
Philip was also able to complete his education and was wealthy. And despite his wife suffering from cancer, he still had life going well for him in good health and riches, until a tragic paragliding accident happened in 1993, which turned his life upside down. Philip became a quadriplegic. Philip and Abdel were two opposing characters of different backgrounds, lifestyles, and interests. Both of them, though, shared something in common. Describing Abdel, Philip said, I'm disabled, but he is also a little bit disabled. With Abdel just leaving jail, he was socially very disabled, in fact. So he was a problem, Philip said. I have to understand his problem, and once we both understand each other's problem, then we are in a very close, confident relationship. After his accident, Philip needed a caretaker, and after getting out of jail, Abdel needed a job so that he could get government support. After he was encouraged by his counselor, Abdel actually applied to be Philip's caretaker. The interesting point here is that Abdel only took the job out of necessity with no intention of sticking around for long to cater for a disabled man and his ailing wife. Little did both seemingly polar individuals know that a friendship of a lifetime would happen. Even on the day of his job interview, Abdel managed to steal a Fabergé egg in Philip's house. Philip had interviewed around 90 people before Abdel showed up, and after interviewing Abdel, Philip immediately knew Abdel was the one he'd like to care for him, a guy who just got out of jail. According to Philip, Abdel didn't feel sorry for him like the rest of the world. Freshly leaving the hospital after almost two years of intensive care and rehabilitation, and Abdel just leaving prison after freshly serving an almost two-year sentence, Philip believed he needed a person who is strong, reliable, and isn't afraid of anything. He believed there was no better candidate for the job compared to Abdel, who he often referred to as his guardian devil. With life seemingly impossible to live without being dependent on another, Philip once attempted suicide because of the never-ending pain he acquired from his 1993 paragliding accident. Philip needed a reason to enjoy life and be happy again, and his friendship with socially disabled Abdel was the type he needed. Philip didn't want to be pitied. He believed pity is hopeless. He believed that pity is what is given when one is afraid of taking care of a person in his condition. With Abdel, he got treated like he wanted. He got treated like a friend. He got treated like he needed to be treated in his rough times. All not out of pity. While Abdel took care of his physically disabled employer and friend, both duos pulled numerous elaborate pranks together. One notable event that Philip talked about was when Abdel got pulled over by the police while speeding in his employer's Rolls Royce. With Philip, who was inside the car playing along, Abdel was able to convince the police that his boss was having a seizure and was rushing him to the hospital. At times, Abdel would modify Philip's wheelchair so that they could race with it at high speeds with Abdel hanging off the back. According to Philip, 
The duo lived a life of fun and true friendship without him knowing what's coming next. In fact, Abdel was Philip's caregiver for 10 years. 10 years of irreverence, cheekiness, and outrageous sense of humor, which all attributed to Abdel. Since after, the duo have been both married now, both still remain best of friends. With Abdel having moved back to Algeria, his friend Philip has also moved to Morocco to his wife with whom they now have three children. American businessman Thomas J. Watson once said, Don't make friends who are comfortable to be with. Make friends who will force you to lever yourself up. Philip wasn't ready to be sidelined to being pitied by others, nor felt sorry for. He wanted honesty, transparency, and someone who respects him enough to not lie to his face. In Abdel, he got a friend that forced him to never give up. If you are interested to learn more about their stories, each of them actually wrote their own memoirs. I'll be sure to leave links to them in the show notes, but you can read Philip's memoir, which is called A Second Wind, and Abdel's is called The Upside. Now, neither of them are sponsoring this. I just wanted to share this info with you, just in case you wanted to learn more. And if you are curious about the movie that came out, which isn't the same factually, it was called The Untouchables, which came out in 2011. Anyway, I really enjoyed this story because it touches on how friendships can happen even when it comes from opposite sides of a situation. And when you have built a friendship that has a strong bond, it also comes with a type of kindness that is hard to forget. I'm sure you too have a friend like that that has touched your heart in some way. If you do, I would love to hear about it because I'm always looking forward to hearing from you and would love to hear your stories or comments. So, if you have any, you can share them by sending an email to mailbag at dosomethingnice.net or leave me a comment on the dosomethingnice.net website. Well, my friend... That's it for this episode, and I certainly hope it either added to your wonderful day or helped make your day that much better. I would love to hear your feedback and ratings, so if you would like to follow this show on social media, you can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast, on Instagram at Be A Nice Ninja, or on Twitter at Be A Nice Ninja. You can also find this podcast at dosomethingnice.net or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. And before I let you go, since we are speaking of friends, I want to give a shout out to my new friend, DJ, who is the host of the DJ Dorn Show. Based out in Chicago, this show covers just about any topic that comes to mind, and I recently was a guest on his show. It was quite the honor. If you want to listen to a non-politically correct show, this is a show you should check out. I've also posted about the interview with DJ, and you can watch the whole thing by going to the Do Something Nice website. You can also check out the DJ Dorn show by going to djdorn.com. That's djdoran.com. Thank you, DJ and Nick, for a wonderful experience, and I'm looking forward to talking with you again. Do Something Nice and the show's music is produced by myself. Special thanks to Adateo Tawakali too, who wrote the story for this week's episode. The Do Something Nice artwork and logo were designed originally by the talented Braley Rainey. Also, 
Part of our support comes from listeners such as yourself. And you can help support this show by sharing it with someone in your life, then ask them to subscribe. Or you can order some great Do Something Nice merchandise by going to dosomethingnice.net and clicking on the swag menu at the top of the page to go straight to the Do Something Nice store. If you do find something you like, you can use promo code NICENINJA, all one word just for listening to the show, to receive a 10% discount off your entire order. Finally, I want to say thank you so much for listening in, and remember to be a nice ninja and do something nice. Take care, and stay safe out there. <laughs> <laughs>